Okay, hello. This is <laughs> this is the podcast, A Living Nightmare. I'm Megan. And I'm Amber. <laughs> I. It's kind of funny that we made this podcast because it, we made it because it's all about everything that a person could experience that you could call a nightmare, a living nightmare, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> Amber can kind of explain it a little better. Yeah, so I got the idea basically because I I love to listen to podcasts, um, mainly true crime, and my favorite ones to listen to are mainly <laughs> the listener tales. So basically just um, stories written in from the audience and then the hosts of the podcast read it and those are my favorites. So I wanted to make a show based off that because I love scary stories. I love everything scary. I love to be scared. That adrenaline to me, chef's kiss. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so Megan, why are you on the podcast? Um, well, because I like talking. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Um, I've had a couple of things happen to me that are pretty terrifying, but I think the funniest thing to mention is that I was not, I have not ever experienced paranormal things until I met you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that we're making this podcast because I, like I said, never have had anything like that happen until I went to your house for the very first time or for the few first times. Mm-hmm. But it would just be, it'll just be fun. It's a lot of talking about paranormal experiences, just scary things that have happened, terrifying things that you've experienced, anything from, like, natural occurrences to, like, paranormal things. And if you hear a cat in the background, don't mind, that's our co-host, Pumpkin. <laughs> she has broke down the door to let us, let her in. Yes, and Pumpkin. we have no, we have no choice. We're held captive. She's slain. So. She's in the closet slain. <laughs> you can come out. We accept you. <laughs> so if you have any experiences that you want to tell us about that you want us to talk about, send it to us. You can send in your experiences to a living nightmare podcast at gmail.com. Um, preferably send it in as a PDF because that's easier to read. And also put in your pronouns to let us know how to refer to you and also if you want to remain anonymous or not. So do you want to start with some of like your childhood experiences that made you the haunted person that you are today? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so basically ever since I was a child, I was into spooky stuff and I always remember just being haunted. I don't know how else to explain it. And Megan's heard me talk about it a million times. But literally, as a child, I have specific memories of seeing weird things, specifically mainly shadows. Um, I would see, like, I don't even know how to... It's literally, if you're here and you're listening to this, then you won't call me insane. But everything I'm going to say sounds insane, so don't judge. (laughs) I... Okay. Um... When I was a kid, you can ask my mom, she has a very specific memory of me being a kid sitting on her lap and I would sit and I would talk to the ceiling and I would talk to, have I ever told you that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I would sit and I would like talk to the ceiling and be like, la 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 la. And I would like point and my mom would be like, who are you talking to? (laughs) Um another one (laughs) 
Um, I have a very specific memory when I was laying in bed. Um, I was probably like six or seven. And um, I remember looking out into the hallway from our doorway of the room. And I saw the only way I can explain it is the the basic definition of an angel i don't know how to explain it literally just a person but with wings but it wasn't like detailed it was just like a figure that was outlined and it was white and i don't remember being scared but i remember being like this is not normal so i drew a picture and gave it to my mom and she was like wow (laughs) and i'm pretty sure she still has it i think she has it in her hope chest in her hope chest? Yeah, her hope chest. Does your family not have a hope chest? No. What's a hope chest? It's just like a... It, uh, it's like a chest where basically... I guess it is actually a weird thing. It's just like a hope chest where you keep all your memories and stuff. Like childhood stuff. So like a like a memory box. Yeah, basically. I mean, we have one of those where we keep like important documents that Shannon... Like my aunt has. But mm. my, yeah. my, my grandma had a drawer full of like drawings that i made as a kid yeah it's just sentimental stuff. yeah yeah that's okay. basically it um so going into that something like i said i had never really had any paranormal experiences i you would you would think that i might have considering when i was younger just a little little backstory about me when i was younger i am the second child out of four children between my mom and my dad so there's my older brother, there's me. I had a little sister. Unfortunately, she passed away when she was nine months old due to SIDS. And we're all okay. It was many, many years ago. And then there's my other younger sister. And I always thought that I would like find pieces of her here and there through like paranormal things, but I never really experienced anything like that was like that. Until there was a night that I did go to Amber's after we started getting closer. And um, our best friend Jordan had introduced us. And I was at Amber's house and I was walking up the stairs. I'm already kind of scared of Amber's house in general because it was a very creaky old house that just... No matter where you went, you made a noise. And it it gave off that very kind of like scary vibe it's an old farmhouse yeah so i had walked up the stairs i went downstairs to use the restroom come up the stairs the hallway's dark i look in the corner and i see a flash of a native american girl and she was like she had no face she had two braids that was over her shoulders and she was wearing kind of like a traditional like native american girl dress like with like the like a tan kind of like skin dress you know what i mean mm-hmm. with like the fringe at the bottom mm-hmm. and that was all i remember but i remember being scared shitless i remember walking into amber's room <laughs> and i was like i just saw something out there and amber's like what'd you see and i was like i she looked like a native american girl and amber was like that's, did she <laughs> that's my bestie <laughs> we're just like did what did she look like and i was like well she had like braids and she was like yeah like two braids that went over her shoulders right and i was like yeah and then amber was like did she have a face and i was like no and she was like oh my god i see her all the time yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah so that's exactly it uh there's a little native american girl that haunts well now my old house so 
Um, she was great, though. She didn't, like, <laughs> haunt me, haunt me, but she wasn't afraid to show herself. Uh, yeah, she wasn't malicious by any means. Just terrifying. Just yeah. shit your pants terrifying. That's fine. She just <laughs> showed herself at the worst times, and she likes <laughs> corners for some reason. Yeah, it's as typical thing. ghosts do. Yeah, she yeah. loves the dark corners. The first, the first time I ever saw her, I think I was in early high school, um, and I was laying in bed, and I remember I turned over... Um, um, from like my right side to my left side or something and I was getting ready to like fall asleep I wasn't fully asleep but I was laying down getting ready to fall asleep and a few feet away from me in the corner of the room um was like I would say probably three three foot tall little girl mm-hmm. no face as yeah. Megan explained. Yeah, kind of like waist height on us. Yes. Um, yeah, really short. She, I, the only way I can explain it is she looked like she was getting ready for bed too. Because she was wearing, for me, she was wearing kind of a more white flowy mm-hmm. gown. And um, her hair was kind of undone. And that was the first time I saw her. Um, and yeah. She just made appearances here and there. She was kind of the joke between us all. (laughs) Amber's house is terrifying for that reason. Because I had never had a paranormal experience before. And I just, after that, had many experiences here and there where I would be using the bathroom and I would feel like a huff of breath on my shoulder. And it would be the most (laughs) terrifying thing. And I would walk... I would go, like, from the bathroom to upstairs, and I would see things, like, in Amber's mom's office and in the living room, and it was just terrifying. I was always scared. (laughs) I think the funniest thing is the painting that you had by the recliner. (laughs) (laughs) The painting that's in The Conjuring. (laughs) Oh, no. And what's even funnier is we just watched Insidious. And yeah. you have the same grandfather clock. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! I forgot about that. No, that's like identical. It was. It's literally... <laughs> I I don't know what that's supposed to mean. What's the universe trying to tell me? I don't know. Maybe Based, maybe it's like Insidious. James, James Wan, um, is it, all of his films are inspired by my house. <laughs> by your house? Yeah. <laughs> Only my Spec- house. Even the ones that came out in the 90s before you were yeah. born. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> all right. Megan, do you want to jump in? Okay. So just to kind of also... Um, so, like, another thing that, like, happened that you could say was, like, kind of, like, a living nightmare. It wasn't super scary. I mean, it kind of was. Um, it's, a, it's a little scary. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe a little bit. But, <laughs> okay. So, when I was about, I want to say, like, 16, I was just, like, just starting to be able to drive. Um, it was July of 2017. My family went on, like, vacations every year. We would go to, like, that year specifically, we had, like, made our way around, went through, like, Illinois and, like, um, Illinois, what was it, like, Kentucky, 
just kind of like went around in a loop. We are in, in the end, basically, we were going to Memphis. We were going to Memphis, Tennessee, because my aunt, well, one, she loves Elvis, and she wanted to go see Graceland again, and we were just like, as a family, agreed that we wanted to go to Memphis because it's a really cool place. So we go, we were having a great time. Like we stayed at a hotel that was like an Elvis Presley themed hotel. So it was one of those like hotels where you'd have to walk up to your room outside and the pool was shaped as a giant guitar. So that was cool. And then they had like a whole, yeah, they had a whole like their lobby area had a whole bunch of um, like memorabilia for Elvis. And even their like little complimentary breakfast room had Elvis stuff in it. I did. (laughs) (laughs) so that a couple days like into the trip we wanted to go see mud island which if you don't know what mud island is it is um in the middle of the mississippi river and (laughs) when we were on that river like to get to mud island you have to go to like this parking lot and then when you park there you get out you go to like this train that hangs on the bottom of a bridge and it's kind of scary because they have like a glass floor in some of the parts so that way you can just look straight down you have to go like half a mile across the river like and yeah you're about like a hundred and a hundred and some feet above the river so if you fall you're fucked oh good but (laughs) yeah so it was scary but it was really cool it was fun to watch it was fun to watch the kids to like enjoy it and the museum like it was basically just a museum so we made our way across. It's basically just kind of like a museum explaining, like, how, like, the industrialization or something about, like, the Mississippi River around that area, how it works. There was even a cool little thing that once you get through the museum where, like, you could go through a replica of a ship that um, you could do this super long, like, thing where you get a rubber duck from, like, the little gift shop. And then you go to, right outside, there's, like, a little thing where you can go to a river and it's like a big replica of like the Mississippi River. So you put it at the mouth of the Mississippi River and then you can follow your duck all the way along as it travels down the Mississippi River into the ocean. Mississippi. The Mississippi. So it was really cool. It was fun. So by the end, um, you had to ride that like ferry thing across like the river again. It was a great time. And so by then it had been around like five, six o'clock and my grandma and my papa were like okay well let's let's probably go get dinner and my grandma had wandered off because she had to go use the restroom so she was finding somewhere to go and i had thought that she so they told me to go get my grandma and tell her that we were going to take a trolley down to beale street where we could go have dinner somewhere and so i was like okay i thought she had run back to the van where we took two cars so i thought she run back to the van because she had left her purse in there and um when i ran back to the van i saw the van had a window smashed in and i (laughs) this is really bad because my first thought was man that sucks for whoever's car that is (laughs) (laughs) and then i looked at the license plate and i was like shit that's my that's our car (laughs) so i sprinted down and i got papa in my most like terrified manic voice and i was like it's like someone broke in the car the window smashed and we all ran up and it ended up being like a two-hour ordeal of getting like the police involved and there was a point where we basically all had to stuff into my aunt's like little chevy captiva (laughs) all like six of us while shannon grandma and papa were outside and they were talking with the police and really 
we weren't really able to recover anything. It was more just of a thing that we had to, grandma and papa had to cancel all of their credit cards. We had to cut the trip short for the most part because of what happened. And um, it was just, it, it was what it was. And it was sad and it was bad. We ended up cutting the trip short, like I said, but we did end up going to like Mount Olympus. Grandma and Papa dug into their savings a little bit for us to go so that we would have something to do. We ended up getting the window fixed at like a safe light repair place that was nearby. And um, honestly, though, I think the most terrifying thing was the guy I saw in a Speedo at the pool. (laughs) (laughs) How old was he? He was like mid 40s oh, yeah hairy hairy oh. gross kind of like top heavy no. like nothing wrong with being top heavy but i could see the outline of his groin no. and it was the worst thing because no. he had brought like, his children to the pool and i was, was like oh <laughs> ooh, if you want to wear that please only wear it around literally also, i'm a minor <laughs> I, i'm guessing it was like a size too small yeah it like yeah. dug into his skin and no. everything yeah no. and like his like cheeks were hanging out too. No. <laughs> so, I, I couldn't be near shannon because shannon and i are the kind of people that like if you're in a situation where you're like don't laugh you can't be near that person at all <laughs> me right now <laughs> so that's that's one thing that <laughs> is kind of scary, but getting oh, okay, getting robbed is like one of my worst fears. Though really, honestly. it's not even like the action of getting robbed though; <laughs> it's the process afterwards. I just yeah. don't want to go through the process of getting new cards and credit cards and a new ID. It did suck. And my my grandma had to get. What sucked is that she had a lot of like baby photos in that purse. Oh. She had like mine, Riley's, Nikki's, Sean's. <gasps> Lissa's, she had all of Lissa's medication in there too. No. So. See, that's exactly what I'm scared of. That's the worst part. Put a knife yeah. to me <laughs> and I'll still hold the purse and I'll say no. It's too much. Go ahead, stab me. <laughs> you're not getting my personal belongings. Look, I'll give you all the cash I have, but you're not taking my belongings. If there it's was too much an work. expert here, they would like slap you. Literally. Like, <laughs> They're literally the, the first last lesson. thing you're supposed to exactly. do. Exactly. The first lesson is that your life is not worth less than the objects you have with you yeah well the pain and time (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay, so you go next tell me tell me a story a scary story okay so okay the time i almost got kidnapped we had talked about this earlier and you said that you told me about it but i I don't know. (laughs) I don't think that you ever have. Yes, I have. I told you and Jordan. Um, But it honestly, I don't think I've talked about it since. Really? Yeah. It was like low-key Was it too recent? No. Was it recent? Okay, well, let's start with like how old were you when it happened? It was about, mm, I was 20. So last year. Last year? Yeah. No, wait. Yes. Mm. No. Yes. It was when we knew each other? Yeah. I was going I was going to college. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say you're where. About. Okay, yeah. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. If for some reason this thing blows up, we don't want you stalkers following us. Get you stalkers following us. Mm-mm. Yeah. We don't want you following us in real life. Yeah. Go ahead and hit that follow <laughs> button. <laughs> Come back next week. Kidnap 2.0. <laughs> this time, pulled through. <laughs> okay. 
start from the, the beginning. Actual, <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you about my trauma. <laughs> okay. I actually, okay, like I said, I haven't really talked about this since because it was actually low-key scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely, it was probably one of the most, like, shook moments of my life. Um, okay. So, it was like... It wasn't even that late. It was probably 6 o'clock, 5.30 going on 6 o'clock at night. But it's the winter time in Wisconsin. So it's like dark, dark by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just finished up at school. I did like homework in the library and stuff. And I mm-hmm. was like, all right, I'm going to go home. Wasn't it 9 o'clock? No. So I remember you, you said that you stayed till the library until I, it closed. I used to. Oh, okay. Those are different times. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Sometimes I would, but... Okay, so 6 o'clock at night. Yeah. I remember it was earlier because my mom was like, oh my god, what, why were you there when it was dark? And I was like, it was 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it not like early. it was... <laughs> the school was open for like six more hours. Early dinner time. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, okay, so... Um, I was walking out of the building. I was walking out of the building in the main entrance. Mm -hmm. And so, as I was walking, there was an older man, I would guess in his, like, 50s or so. And the only way I can describe it is I was going forward, and the way that he was walking, we were basically, we're gonna, like, intersect into each other. Mm -hmm. Um, he was walking basically in the direction where I was gonna be walking, so I kind of was like, um, this is like kind of awkward. So I just want to like speed up a bit because I just don't want to confront <laughs> any people. I don't want to have to awkwardly wave and be like, hi. And be like, oh, excuse me. And then do a weird like sidestep where you guys both like exactly. sidestep each other. Exactly. Yeah. So I like kind of sped up a bit. And as I'm doing that, I'm like, why is he kind of speeding up? And I'm like, I'm overthinking it. It's fine. This is no big deal. It's completely fine. Well, we end up intersecting into each other and it's really weird and awkward. And I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I'll start just like continue to walk to my car. And the parking lot was like completely empty by this point, basically. I mean, there were some cars, but not nearly like it was just me and this guy in the parking lot. Yeah. And so I was walking straight for my car and it was still probably like 50 or 60 yards ahead of me yet. So I had like a little bit of a walk and this man pivoted (laughs) and continued to walk directly next to me. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, "Mm, I don't like that. I don't really (laughs) like that at all. So of course, um, I got out my keys. I put them between my fingers and I obviously i'm like joking but at the time i was panicking like i was panicking because i was like ew why is this man like there's no reason for this man to be walking right like a few feet away from me really close to me so i start speeding up even more i'm already a fast walker i was basically doing a jog Mm -hmm. i don't the i don't remember if he like sped up with me or not i just remember running basically to my car unlocking it jumping in and locking it immediately i didn't even like look back when i was running to see like if he was there um 
And so obviously I got my car when I locked it. I was like, where is he? I look around my windows. I turn around. He's looking at me through my back windshield. I'm the only car literally in the vicinity. He's standing behind my car. What did he look like? He was older. He was like, it was cold. So he had like a hat on and like a big coat. And he was wearing like jeans. Perfect for concealing your identity. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, at first I didn't think about it too, too much because I've seen like older people walking on the campus. Um, And sometimes old people are just weird. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So he was like standing there and I started to panic and I was like rummaging and looking for my phone. And then by the time I got my phone and I like turned back around, he was walking away. Yeah. I think he figured out like, I can't get this one. Yeah. This bitch is already locked in the car. Yeah. I mean, what would he do if... (laughs) if They're not looking for someone that they're going to have to fight to get. Exactly. They're looking for easy, quick. I feel like he stood behind my car and he was probably like, yeah, I'll just stand here because, like, the only way I could go is back up. I would only be able to back up to, like, leave the parking lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would just ran him over. I'm not even (laughs) kidding. Like, um, if he was still there after a few seconds... Yeah. I would have... <laughs> or I would have just jumped the curb. manslaughter. Literally. <laughs> what if the whole time he was actually just like an old man and he was going to ask for directions? <laughs> was just like, are you a local? I need some help. I don't really know my way around here. I'm lost and it's getting cold. I'm lost. I just need you to get in my back seat. <laughs> I need you to bound your wrist with this rope really quick. No. <laughs> If you could stuff this sock in your mouth and then, like, duct tape it, that would be great. (laughs) My old man hands can't do the hard work I have arthritis. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah. I was shook. I ended up sitting in the parking lot for five minutes. I just started crying because I was, like, in shock. I was like... What happened? What didn't, just happened? <laughs> didn't you just, didn't you call Jordan after that? Yes. So I tried calling my mom and she didn't answer. <laughs> Lovely. And so I was like, okay. And then I think I messaged either in the group chat or I messaged like. You I did. Like you messaged in our, like, we had a group chat with Amber, Jordan, and I. And you messaged the group chat and then you were like, you will not believe what just happened and then you i think you sent a few videos Mm -hmm. explaining Mm -hmm. and then i think after that you had called jordan because i think i was busy i think you were working yeah i think i was at work or something and then you were like needed to talk to somebody so you called jordan exactly yeah i just remember i had that 40 minute drive home and i was like this i can't listen to music i can't listen to a podcast so i just talked to jordan and I'm mm-hmm. like, it made it a lot better and then i got home and i cried and talked to my mom bless jordan's soul literally <laughs> you know savior as a segue jordan was also the first one of the first people that i texted when my house burned down no. <laughs> <laughs> Seg- besides what besides a, my mom of course what a nice slide into the next yeah. story yeah thank you thank you called being an expert no get to know it (laughs) okay so segue um yeah i had my house burned down about three years ago you can laugh it's funny (laughs) it's It's not funny (laughs) it's funny now it's it's funny now because we're all alive i mean yeah the reason i'm laughing (laughs) is the 
the reason I'm laughing is because it's an uncomfortable, sad situation. <laughs> it is. And I don't know how to express my feelings correctly. Yeah. Well, I don't either. <laughs> it's been three years. I still don't know. <laughs> I still freeze up when I hear fire trucks. So. No! Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's start from the beginning. At this time, I was working at Walmart and I hate that place. I will forever hate it as a job. I hate Walmart. Amber worked at Walmart for a very short time, and there's a reason why it was... One month. (laughs) Yeah, there was a reason. But anyway, so I was working at Walmart. I had a shift that was like a one to nine shift or something. So I had recently, like a month in, like not even, no, I had just turned 18. I didn't have a very good relationship with my mom, so I had just moved to my grandparents with my aunt. And... (laughs) I was living there with them and my two cats, Pumpkin and Mocha, and I had just gotten done with work, a one to nine shift, so I drove home. It was about a 20-minute drive from, like, where I was, from where where my grandma's house was to where I was working, and I was, like, sitting in our living room. I had a little bit of dinner because I didn't eat dinner yet. And I decided I wanted to watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse because I hadn't watched the movie yet and it was interesting. Anyway, well, it was good. It was a little tainted for a while because during that movie, it was thunderstorming. And usually in June in like the Midwest, usually there's a very, um, there's a very strong line of storms that comes through usually between like May and June, like thunderstorms. And used to love thunderstorms. They were so like nice just to listen to just to listen to the thunder and watch like the flash of lightning out at my grandma's house it was kind of scary sometimes because sometimes the power would flicker because it was an old very old farmhouse very rickety but so what had happened is i heard i was watching the movie i was getting towards the end of it and i heard like a huge boom and then like a big flash of light in the living room and the power flickered a little bit and I didn't think too much about it and I was like well I need to use the bathroom so I went to go use the bathroom by the time I was done I was like man it smells like smoke I wonder if like it hit a tree outside or something and it like fell and it's on fire or something so I went upstairs to my aunt room my aunt's room and I was like hey it's like did you hear that and do you smell that and she was like awake already and she was like yeah And she was just going to go back to sleep, what she told me. She said she was just going to go back to sleep, but I was not leaving her room, so she got up. And as soon as we step outside her room and we close her door, the lights shut off. And so I grab my phone out of my pocket and I turn on my flashlight. And because the phone flashlights are much dimmer than, like, ceiling lights, you could see the smoke that was surrounding. So I was like, oh, my God. And then Shannon was like, okay, go get grandma. I'm going to get Alyssa. So she basically had to bust down my like cousin's door because there was like a piece of the carpet that like blocked the door from opening nicely. Mm. So she basically busted Alyssa's door down and I ran down the stairs that had no railings in like two steps (laughs) somehow. I don't know how I did it. I went down those stairs very fast and started knocking on my grandma's door. And I was like, I was like, grandma, grandma, it's time. Grandma, we have to get up. The house is on fire. And of course, she she took her time. She got her Crocs on. She got her glasses. (laughs) She grabbed her phone. And as I'm banging on her door, I'm like, grandma, we have to go. I look over and the laundry room's on fire where 
Well, one, the fire extinguisher is. <laughs> two, no. the gas dryer is. So oh, no. I'm terrified. I quickly grabbed the slides that I had on in the living room. I'm still wearing the dress I was wearing to work. And I run outside. And by the time I get to the back porch or to the front porch that we hadn't even finished building, it didn't even have stairs yet. My adrenaline had run out. And Shannon basically had to push me off the porch because I just, she pushed all three of us off the porch. Mm. So um, we jumped off. Shannon had me call 911. We had to verify where we lived because there was a couple places that had the same road name where we were. And it took them about like 20 minutes to get there, which they were about 20 minutes too late. Old farmhouse, lightning struck, old wood, very flammable. Yeah. Gas dryer, gas stove. That place went up like a flame, like paper. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunate. And then we heard when we were outside, we heard my grandma's cat, Eli, like yowling at the door. So my aunt was like, no, don't go up there. But my grandma went up anyway. She opened up the door and she pushed it open. Eli was like an inside-outside cat anyway, so we knew he would be fine. But unfortunately, our dog, my aunt's dog, Daisy, was in the bathroom because that's where she was at night. And our birds were stuck, and so was my two cats, Pumpkin and Mocha. But Grandma pushed the door open just in case Pumpkin and Mocha could get out because we had no idea. We didn't know what could happen. We didn't know where they were. So it was just a matter of waiting. So basically watched the house burn down until it was like, at this time, it's like one o'clock in the morning and watched the house burn down until about three o'clock. And by that time, my aunt works for an organization that has close ties with the Salvation Army. So she was able to um, talk to her boss and like get through that so we could get a hotel room for a couple of nights while we try to find somewhere to live yeah. so all four of us stuffed into this hotel room my grandpa who was working in the state over we called him immediately because he works with like the emt crews and so he has like the pager on his phone and we didn't want him to hear that his house was burning down from the pager mm -hmm. so my grandma called him and let him know and he was on his way immediately that night made his way there by six in the morning the next day and um so yeah, we had lost literally everything and it was probably one of the scariest things I had ever dealt with because that place was my childhood haven and that place was like very precious to me. That was one of my safe places. I knew that at, it was just one of those typicals, like nothing bad happens at grandma's house. Even if something bad happens here, you're safe because I have grandma, papa, and my aunt to keep me safe things are better now i mean we ended up moving um and everything and like everything situated to bring a resolve yes pumpkin got out i found her two weeks later by um the river that we lived near and um she's fat and a psychopath now and she got them crispy ears she does her ear <laughs> she used to have tall like um tall like ears but now they are rounded off like a like <laughs> leopard or like a lion they are rounded off like a lion's ears <laughs> because they were 
burnt yeah they were burnt in the fire her paws and her like her paws like the bottom of her paws like and her ears and her whiskers were burnt like she had scabs on the top of her ears and her feet and then her whiskers were like curled because of the heat of the of the flames but i was able my my sister found her because when we were driving we had moved to a house temporarily just down the road to be able to clean everything up and figure out what we were going to do with the property if we were going to rebuild or just move and my sister had come to our house and she saw pumpkin's blue reflective collar and so she tried going out to like get her but she ran and she went down by the river where it was a very steep hill where we couldn't get to and that night i had come home from work i bought a bag of cat food and i went outside and i aggressively shook the bag for like 10 minutes and then pumpkin came out of the woodworks and started like meow meow and then as soon as she saw it was me i started pouring some food on the ground she sprinted <laughs> and so then i picked her up and i brought her into the car and i like sobbed because i was like i thought i lost you Aww. so she was skinny she was tiny she was meowing and but she's much better now she was a little weird for a while after that but she's better now and she's been with me ever since i'm glad yeah i'm glad you both have each other after that experience me too i'm glad pumpkin is still here with her crispy ears i make fun of her for her crispy ears (laughs) but i genuinely do feel bad (laughs) i cope with upsetting things with comedy oh yeah i also knew it was her because there's a shaved patch on her belly where she was fixed that (laughs) never grew back (laughs) it's still naked (laughs) i love i love that there's just like little patches there's one on her arm too i think where they had to like inject to make her go to sleep oh yeah that never grew back either (laughs) i kind of love it (laughs) okay built different (laughs) exactly Okay, so that's all we've got for today. Yeah. Um, please send in your stories because we only have so many. I mean, I do have more. I have a lot more. I've seen a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> My family witnessed a kidnapping. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have so many other paranormal stories, too, but, mm-hmm. but only so many. So mm-hmm. to continue, if you like this and you enjoyed it, please send in your own stories please send in it it can be anything it can be funny it can be spooky it can be weird it can be whatever if it's creepy in any way shape or form send it in it can be a few sentences it can be 30 pages i do not care i'll read it (laughs) i will read it we'll read it we'll talk about it we'll do anything literally we will kiss the no (laughs) (laughs) we won't kiss no (laughs) amber says no but i'm going to anyway oh amber has no control anyway (laughs) okay so yeah by all means please send these stories in if you like this podcast feel free to follow i'm not going to try and be the one that's like if you like this podcast follow and like or your brother dies Like or and your share. Cat will kill itself. Like and share. <laughs> if you believe in Jesus, ignore to go to hell. <laughs> so yeah, just if you do like it and you want to give us a follow, that would be great. If not, but you know people who would like us, share us. That 
promote us a little bit. Be a be a pal. Be a pal. If you don't, that's fine. Thanks for sticking along this far anyway to exactly. hear that. If you heard if you're here this far, thank you for listening. Yeah. You did not have to, yeah. but you did. It's forty five minutes in and yeah. you're here. Um yeah, so again, send your stories in to a living nightmare podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, let us know if you want to be anonymous or not, what your pronouns are, and preferably as a PDF. Yes. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. <laughs>